learning about movies. Learning about movies. Learning about movies. Spoilers ahoy! Hello and welcome to Syndication. This is episode six. I'm your host, Tyler Young, and I am with two other people who will say their names. Hey, I am Devin Ellis. And I'm Matt. Last name. Don't shoot the gas pump. Oh, that's a good last name. (laughs) It's all that's hyphenated. (laughs) Like don't hyphen shoot hyphen the hyphen gas pump or is a gas half hyphen pump? Uh, gas pump actually has a, a silent T in there that you don't that you don't think about. A gas pump. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. We're good Germans. Ah, this is a really great running joke. I like it. Hey, who are we? We are Syndication, the uh, the podcast where three dudes uh, watch movies that they've never at least one of them hasn't seen before, and then they talk about it, and they're like. Oh, that was a great movie. Oh, that was a bad movie. That was a, I don't know, a so-so movie. That's pretty much how it goes. What do we talk about, or what do we see and Wait, who, about to who, talk about? Who were each of those people? <laughs> uh, was I the bad movie guy? You're definitely the bad movie guy. Ah, oh, shit. What do you mean the bad movie guy? Like, the guy who gives bad the movie movies? the bad review. You just did three characters, and one of them was like, oh, the movies suck. And then the doofiest sounding one was like, the movies are okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm more of the optimist one, and I feel like Devin's a more like, yeah, it's all right. And Matt, you're more the, it was bad. Okay. Those <laughs> aliens were terrible. We're like three judges on any talent show ever. Yeah, you're the Simon Cowell. Hey, that guy's rich. They're all rich. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> um, Wow, God, I'm so... We are so unprepared for this episode. That's okay. I think we'll we'll manage. Tyler, Listener, you got this. not supposed to tell them that. Listeners, stick with us. We'll make it through this hour. We'll we'll be okay. I think I think we'll make it out alive. Uh, so what do we talk about this episode, Devon? Since you picked it, uh, Devon picked it. That's I what picked I said. it. I said Devon Sanders. Oh, Devon. I picked it. Because it was it was Halloween at the time, and we should do more horror movies. Plus, By the way, like the movie the... we're talking about is Night of the Living Dead. We haven't said it yet, but <laughs> from 1968 by George A. Romero. Let me start over. I picked <laughs> Night of the Living Dead because it was still Halloween at the time when we picked it. What time is it and now? It's past. No, it's in November. <laughs> Halloween is over. We said to so, the listener who's probably hearing this uh, mid-December. <laughs> uh, so what what made you want to pick this movie in particular? Well, it was you know, it's one of the first and most classic zombie movies that has uh, kicked off a whole subgenre of horror. Um, did, did you know that he that zombies as we understand them in popular culture today were invented by this movie uh yeah i do actually that was so recent i thought that they were much older than that yeah well I the idea of zombies like reanimated people were like back in like you know voodoo dark witch magic yeah i think um, yeah but zombies as like prior to this were you know exclusive to like haitian folklore and stuff kind of like tyler was saying Right. Another fun fact. Did you know that he said he just ripped off the book I Am Legend? Which is funny because when they made it into that Will Smith movie, I remember thinking, 
this story is stupid. If you want them to be zombies, just make them zombies. <laughs> I did like, not realize well, he ripped that off. <laughs> they're like weird vampire creatures that came before zombies. That's we're not weird. talking about that movie. We're talking about this movie. I didn't realize I am lended the book was that old, the source material. Yeah, we are talking about this movie being Night of the Living Dead, the original. Um, did we all see it in black and white? Did anybody see it in color? In living color? Yeah, I watched it in color. What? Yeah. Matt. I didn't realize until after I'd watched it and I wasn't going to go back and watch <laughs> it. <laughs> I watched it in black and white, but then I went back to the color version and watched a couple of scenes just to see how it was different. Well, just so we're on the same page when we when we talk about it, Matt, just try to remember it in black and white so we're all talking about the same movie. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I have curiosity. I was talking I was talking to a friend about this movie, and he said, is that the movie that had the hot blonde in it? Does she look blonde in black and white? Who knows? Barbara? Yeah. I thought so. Oh. I don't know. Or is, are they talking about um, Judy, the, the younger one, Tom's uh, wife? Was she was she even a character? The one that got into I, a truck and blew up with Tom. Yeah, I know to whom you were referring. I'm just Spoiler asking. No, is that even a character? No, she isn't. And I would argue neither is Barbara. Like she's being filmed, uh, but she has so little to do, so little agency, so little bearing on the plot that like she's barely a character. Yeah, it's really just the movie about Ben, right? It's the Ben movie. Pretty much. I mean, like Ben and the guy in the basement. It's a movie about the men in the movie. Like you can tell it was written in the 60s. Like it's it's like the men were manly men and the women were like, what do we do? I'm hysterical. You know, we'll get into it. But I really like it's not their fault. It's George A. Romero's fault. But I hated the women in this movie. <laughs> Every time Ben punched somebody out, I was like, yes. I hate every character but Ben and Tom. Um, so uh, before we start with the plot, Devin, what you drinking? Oh, I'm I'm drinking some H2O. Do you know that water God, sucks? It really, really sucks. Yeah, but I'm I'm sick, so that's what oh, we're going with today. I was hanging out. I was hanging out with you all day. Now I'm gonna be sick. You didn't tell me. Ha uh-huh. ha. I would have worn a face mask all day. Like a I've been Japanese sick for person. like three days. It's just the weather because it's freezing cold now. Hmm. Matt, what you drinking, if anything? Uh, I'm just drinking some Stella. Nothing fancy. Hey, Stella's the best drink that there is. Doesn't need to be fancy. <laughs> Although they try really hard to be fancy. <laughs> and it comes off as pretentious. Yeah. But it's delicious. I even have I have one of those tall cans that has like the outline of the glass on it and it's like <laughs> i haven't seen that actually. it's a can i just accept that it's a can i've never actually had it in a can i'm sure you're not missing out much no no i don't like the metallic taste with with beer it works with soda i think but not with beer as well bottles are hey tyler definitely what you drinking i'm drinking sierra nevada uh tropical torpedo boop Boop, boop. Which, um, you know, nothing about this movie or the climate that we're in right now says tropical. But hey, that's what I'm drinking because that's what was in the fridge. Because just like every other aspect of this episode, I didn't prepare. <laughs> I can't even think what would be a drink that would even theme with this movie. I was thinking that, too, while uh, I was watching it. There's a brewery over here in the UK called Hobgoblin. Mm. Um, 
and they their motto on the can, on the bottles is the unofficial beer of Halloween. That would have I was thinking that would be a good one, but then I didn't do it. Oh shit! I could have made like a Bloody Mary. Oh, that would have been cool. Hindsight would have been right, cool. We'll, we'll step it up next week. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think all of us need to in regards to when we record it, how much preparation we have, and when we do hey, it. Hey, man, I came armed with that I Am Legend gold. That's <laughs> true. Welcome. That was pretty good. Episode saved. <laughs> you know what? Let's just wrap it up right now. Let's just uh, put the kibosh <laughs> that was your on it. One movie fact. Yeah, episode six in the can, ready to go. Should should I should I dive into the plot? Yeah, probably. Yeah, let's yeah, go for it. Plot. All right, so the movie opens with siblings Barbara, played by Judith O'Day, Dia, Dia, Day, whatever, and Johnny Russell Striner. Um, they visit a Pennsylvania graveyard to lay flowers on their father's grave, like they've done every year since he died. Johnny complains like a child the whole time, and then starts to tease his with sister, the, who whines about it, with the most, also like a child. He has, like, they have the most unconvincing voiceover over just random b-roll of a car (laughs) like it's so bad it does not sound like they're in a car together this opening scene was such like i feel like this is the scene that whenever you see like a parody b movie like a like a 1950s and 1960s like horror movie you see this scene played out like a parody of this scene where it's like oh johnny uh we're gonna go you know like they're just so like characters of like 60s characters like Let's yeah. go down to the grave. Oh man, I spent so much money on the on these flowers. You think they just resell them? Blah, blah, blah. And then like the, like the way they talk, the way that they look, like everything is just so e movie. You know, it's so yeah. The, the way they ex- exposit, like <laughs> he's like, "Mom died only three months ago." Or, you know what I mean? Like it might as well have subtitles that say, "This is plot." <laughs> like this is exposition. Oh hey, the radio wasn't out. It was the radio station. That must have been out. <laughs> I actually love that, though. <laughs> I did, too. I actually really enjoyed it it's because so of how, I don't know, yeah, like how cheesy it was. Like, it, it felt like this was the beginning of horror movie cheese. Yeah. So while the teasing is going on, a strange man shambles up and grabs Barb. Um, not from, not, you know, Barb that we all should uh, remember from uh, Stranger Things. What about Barb? What about Barb? They talked about her a lot Justice in season two. A lot of people thought she was going to come back, but... Spoilers! Oh, jeez! Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We gave the uh, the warning up front, right? That that counts yeah. for all Spoilers things Spoilers for about. this movie and every, every possible thing of film. <laughs> uh, Johnny fights him off, but gets thrown against a headstone during the scuffle and dies. He goes down so fast. So fast. One bump to the head and he's out. And it like And it was it was a terrible dummy. It was just like <laughs> a solid body that they just it was bad. Has no, I think it was been... actually him, but like he just kind of like gingerly laid his head across the stone and they yeah. added a whoop sound to it to make it sound like, <laughs> oh no, he hit his head real hard. I'm like he rested his head on that gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> so also it didn't look like he would have died from it, I didn't think. No, I thought it was just knocked out. I mean I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to keep interrupting. It was the Devin. corner of the gravestone, so it could have, you know, if you got it. That's true. He hit it hard enough, the full full force of his body. Although um, Michael McKean's say, character in uh, Better Call Saul like slams his head off a table and he's fine. I don't remember that. What season was that? Two? End of two? Oh. 
anywho's this is uh, a <laughs> uh so barbara barbara tries to get away in the car um that doesn't doesn't have keys in it another would-be trope um <laughs> But she actually, like, what I haven't seen before, she tries to just roll it down a hill. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to coast all the way down this hill and away from the zombie. Um, when, but it rolls down a hill and into a tree. When I first saw that, I thought that, like, the car was on. I didn't realize that she didn't have keys. I, like, missed that part. So I'm like, why is she driving away so slowly? <laughs> <laughs> and why did she crash into a tree? It I made like that no part because it... Me. The, the crashing part made no sense to me that her like rolling away in a car that isn't started. I thought was a great like desperation move, like anything, anything to get away. Let me just take the parking, yeah. parking brake off and roll down the hill away from it. Um, but then she just like immediately crashed into a tree. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> like got out and like ran away. She did also, that classic like falling over and looking back <laughs> yeah. like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> also, I realized later on that there wasn't like so the movie starts in a graveyard, which you would think is in theme with like the zombies. But they state later on that it's only unburied dead that come alive. Do they? Yeah. In in like the newscast, he says like all the all the anyone any unburied dead are coming back and like eating people and stuff like that. It's not like yeah. they're crawling out of graves and stuff like we've seen in other films. That must have been on Dawn of the Dead that they started doing that. Where because because I forget which movie it was, but there's a movie where the the tagline basically that came from it is like there's no more there's no more room in hell so the dead are rising from the graves or something like that yeah um yeah this one is all radiation so maybe like all the all the people in their graves weren't affected by the radiation because like being six feet under the earth like would stop them from being irradiated uh the the other thing so this at this point in the movie I thought that they jumped way really quickly into like and now they're zombies um maybe that was just me but like there was only like what it was only like three four minutes into the movie i actually when, appreciated oh, yeah. that a lot did you yeah um i didn't like I liked the fact that there was no like preamble not a lot anyway there's no exposition um there was no like showing how it started it was just like these two people were like doing their thing and all of a sudden zombies because like I feel like that would happen if you're just walking around and like an outbreak was starting maybe on a long drive or something but like you just weren't aware of it and all of a sudden like you're beset by by like a horde of zombies like what the what the fuck you know yeah I mean I thought that was fine I don't think I need a backstory or anything like that but I don't know I thought that just a little bit more would have felt felt less jarring but maybe that was maybe that's what they were going for maybe it's supposed to be jarring i don't know matt what did you think did you think it was quick or fine or what i i thought it was very quick i also noticed that um but i i guess like for me i have to try to remember that like so there's plot points in this movie that don't work because of how successful this movie was and how often it's been copied mm -hmm. so zombies weren't a thing that people understood they didn't have yeah. Um, so, like, the plot point of the daughter in the basement doesn't work to a modern audience because yes. we all know she's going to turn into a zombie. We know that. That's part of the zombie lore. <laughs> That's not a question. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew that. He invented that, that, that getting bit infected you and killed you. I like that they never explained um, it. They just, like, she got bit, she's sick, and no one had any indication that that was going to do anything. Like, oh, she's just sick, and who knows what diseases they have. And then when she gets up and starts eating people... 
you know, I had to try to put myself yeah. into the minds of someone who has no idea what the fuck a zombie is. Like, that's a big, shocking twist. I'm sure that was a very effective plot twist. Yeah. And I, I guess, to me, I kind of wonder if it's the same thing. Like, to somebody who was watching this who didn't know the lore of zombies, who wasn't inundated with The Walking Dead and all these other things, like, to them, like, it's part of our sort of cultural... Um, lexicon that the zombie movie requires some setup and for us to watch hell sort of break out through the zombies. Yeah. Um, and like that doesn't exist for people who are watching the movie. So they're probably still sitting there going like, what the fuck are these creatures? Why do they move so slowly? What's the deal? And so like, I think maybe like for us, as soon as we see zombies, we're like, well, the cat's out of the bag. Like all the suspense is gone. But for somebody watching this movie for the first time before zombies became a cultural phenomenon, I think it was probably a lot more effective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's what I thought about it. But I agree. Like, they, there's, I mean, it's a small indie movie with a tiny budget, right? Like, it was really small. It was like, what, 114,000? Yeah, something like that. Like, they don't have time to mess around <laughs> with <laughs> establishing information. They just go straight to, like, here's the problem. Yeah. But I think um, I like the fact that they didn't establish anything, but they picked up information as it went along. So as you're watching the movie, they're, they're watching the, the news broadcast, they're listening to uh, the radio, and they're, like, picking it up. We're like, you got to get headshots. You have to burn dead bodies. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't know about the bites yet, which, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of a plot hole. We're like, okay, so why would the news be like, you know, take them out by headshots, burn them. Here's where they started from. Probably radiation from a from a from a probe from Venus. But no one mentioned like, oh, by the way, if you get bit, you're fucked. Like, and I, if no one's been bit, stay away from them. So just just to be clear, the way I interpreted it is, if you get bit, that doesn't turn you. But if you die, you turn. Right. So, but getting bit will make you sick and die. Right. So it's the dying part that actually causes you to come back to life because the other characters who died in the movie, they came back, um, but they weren't bit. Right. I think you're right. I think biting I mean, kills you and any dead person will become right. a zombie. Comes back to life in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Cause it, it depends right. on, yeah, that's true. Cause it depends on like what zombie thing you're watching. Like in the walking dead, if you get bit, you get turned into a zombie, but also if you die, you will turn into a zombie. Right. Some things, if you die, you die. That doesn't matter. You have to be bit to become a zombie. I like we have zombie categories now for all the different theories and types. There's, there's so many different stories out there. <laughs> I mean, really like uh, for the most part, like zombie stories, zombie apocalypses almost always in my mind seem to be just a framing device, like a fun ghoulish framing device for bottle episodes of whatever like what happens when a whole bunch of desperate people are stuck in a room together or in a a mall or a or a or what have you and like they can't leave because and then zombies are just a fun way of keeping them in a closed space with tensions mm. high you know like a creepy house in pennsylvania yeah or a shopping mall which is one of my favorite spots just like uh dead rising that game that was amazing uh i think left for dead did it better that was a different game okay and that wasn't a bottle <laughs> anything you're just running from one spot to another firing the whole way blam 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 
did anyone notice, like, did anyone think it was weird that the first zombie that uh, killed Johnny didn't try to eat him? He was just like, on to the next one, like, right away. Uh, I didn't notice that at the time, but that is weird now that you're pointing it out. I and would say picks... that he was attracted to, like, the living person, but that doesn't make sense later on in the movie. Like, freshly dead, I don't think has much of a difference than still alive and running. I would think, yeah. like, oh, there's my meal right there. I just nabbed it. Why do I care about this other one running away? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, weird little thing I just noticed. Also, that it picks up a rock and breaks a window. So I'm like, they use tools? Okay. Yeah. That, <laughs> I noticed that later. I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, the zo zombies can, you know, use primitive weapons of sorts. Yeah. They're just smart enough to do that. Also, they eat bugs. I guess that's a thing in this movie, too. They eat anything. <laughs> um, so she uh, so Barbara gets out of that, the car and runs to a nearby farmhouse. Inside the house, Barb finds a mangled corpse at the top of the stairs. She freaks out and books it. However, when she gets outside, she finds that there are more shuffling jerks starting to surround the place. She is saved by a random pulse haver named Ben, played by Dwayne Jones. Ben, ben Pulsever. Yeah, you know, like a live person. <laughs> That's what people call it, right? <laughs> ben knows that okay. these pale ones fear fire, so he lights an armchair of flame and, uh, on the front steps to keep them at bay. That definitely would have caught the house on fire, by the way. That or the zombies would be like, oh, let's shuffle off to the window next to the flaming couch and <laughs> break in through here. <laughs> or at the sides of the house or maybe the back of it where he didn't light any fires. Uh, boop, 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 boop. During the night, Barbara starts to lose her mind. <laughs> so much so that Ben has to punch her out. That, <laughs> that was then ridiculous. I cheered. <laughs> I watched that. She, I was like, yes. She was freaking out. Like, absolutely freaking out. In, like, some of the most annoying ways possible. Like, freaking out. Like, we have to run back out to the graveyard past all the zombies to get to I my, to my get brother who's probably dead. We gotta get Johnny. <laughs> and he like slaps him. He's like, damn it, woman. And just punches her in the face. And she goes out like right away too. Yeah, like a light. Like one punch knocked out. I was pretty happy that that happened. I was like, yes, Ben. Yes, knock her out. I hate this character. Not her fault. She was written that way. But I hate her so much. <laughs> uh, boop, boop, boop. After she comes to, or uh, I think she's still actually knocked out at this point, a married couple, Harry, played by Carl Hardman, hard man, and Helen Cooper, played by Marilyn Eastman, emerge from the basement. Apparently, they've been holed up there the whole time with their daughter, Karen, played by Kira Sean, and a newlywed couple, Tom, played by Keith Wayne, and Judy, played by Judith. Oh, Judy's playing Judy. I didn't even realize that. Judith Wright, uh, Ridley. The daughter is bedridden after being bitten by one of the rumors and that in no way will come back for around for payoff later in the film. Not a chance. <laughs> the, Did you actually write that? That will in no way come back later in the film? Everything I'm saying I actually wrote you? down, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the de facto leader of the cellar crew, Harry, says that everyone needs to huddle up in the basement to wait out the storm, so to speak. Ben thinks that that is a really dumb idea and says that everyone needs to stay upstairs so an escape can be made if necessary. Uh, Harry heads back down and argues with his wife for a while, while Ben and Tom barricade the house. Ben finds a television set, and everybody watches a news broadcast that fills them in on what's happening. The running theory is that a space probe returning from Venus was contaminated with radiation. 
possibly the same kind of radiation that created the Fantastic Four. When NASA discovered the radiation, they blew up the probe in Earth's atmosphere, most likely spreading the contamination worldwide. Whoops. The news reports list out a local uh, list out local rescue centers that are taking in refugees. So Ben hatches a plan to gas up his truck and head to a, head to one to try to save the Darren, the dying Karen. I can't speak right now. He and Tom go out and refuel the truck, while Harry reluctantly helps by throwing Molotov cocktails out the second story window <laughs> to keep the zombos away. I loved that scene. I thought that was great. <laughs> Me too. He's just, he, like he's just like lobbing them out the windows. <laughs> it almost seemed like he was very I, against the idea of helping them out and, and like being outside of the basement until they're like, "So we need to start throwing Molotov cocktails." He's like, "You know what? I guess I can do that. I can start throwing." Are those. there different cu- cuts of this movie? Oh, okay. Never mind. Did you watch a move like a, a version that didn't have? That? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any Molotov cocktails. Really. Yeah. How either way, go on. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. The Molotov cocktail film. Not you not seeing that. Matt, where did you watch the film from? Oh, I don't know. I just got a copy somewhere. Because you know it's in the public domain. Is it really? Yeah, you can watch it right on the Wikipedia page. Uh you know what I did that was dumb? What'd you do that was dumb? Was there a remake of this in nineteen ninety? Yes. Uh oh. Did you watch that version? Remake. Oh shit! Did you really? (laughs) That's a totally different movie. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. (laughs) So is my explanation of this like totally not making sense to you, or there there no like the general plot's the same, but there's been a couple times you've like I don't I don't think she got punched out by Ben. Oh really? And I was like, that's weird. I don't remember that, but maybe I'm just misremembering because I watched it a week ago. Wow, we're less prepared than we initially thought. We are all, we are all of them. <laughs> to the point where not all of us have even seen the same movie. So I watched a version of this movie. <laughs> so we watched the original from 1968 in black and white, and you watched the in-color 1990 version <laughs> a remake this, of this This movie. makes so much more sense now. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Okay. I'll just offer color commentary, and you guys can actually <laughs> talk about this movie. This is a great episode. You know what? <laughs> I think with that, we should go to an intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Welcome back to the podcast after a brief intermission, which was definitely you not was brief, was definitely not 24 hours. No, this <laughs> definitely isn't one day later. <laughs> I did not go and watch the right movie in that time. <laughs> I love how we discovered it on the show. Like as we're talking about it for about half an hour, you're like, hang on a sec. <laughs> I'm surprised it took us that long. Uh, you, yeah. you know, it's remarkable. I can actually talk about this now that I've seen both is how similar uh, the 1990 remake is to the original for most of the movie. And then at the very end, it's like, fuck all that shit. I'm doing something completely different. (laughs) 
I watched the trailer for the 1990 remake, and from what they showed in the trailer were like exact scenes that looked like yeah from the original. Well, I, I even think the actors it, look kind of the same. It's why it took so long to figure it out because like we were talking about how bad um, it looks when Johnny falls and dies. It looks bad in both versions. Like, <laughs> right, like so the fact that you were like, oh, similar. God, that looks so terrible. And I was like, yeah. So like later on when you're like, oh, what's a wrong movie? Moments like that. I'm like, how close are these movies to each other? <laughs> at least they were true to the original, at least in some parts. Yeah. They intentionally made it shitty. They. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like time, like a different conversation, but they followed so many scenes like word for word, shot for shot. And then sometimes just seemingly without reason would like leave things out or change. The The ending is completely different. From what I saw, Barbara isn't a useless piece of crap and is actually uh, a, not just a capable person, but like kind of running the show sometimes. I've only seen like, I only saw like quick clips, but she has like a, a shotgun and she's like proving everybody like yeah. look idiots they're dead and i'm killing them again so let's yeah. not worry about shooting these dudes in the head in the 1990 remake she's she survives okay um so she survives i mean the 1990 remake the ending is um i don't even know what it is what happens i haven't seen it so so in the happens? 1990 remake she so uh ben and uh, what's the the other guy that Ben hates? Uh, Harry. Harry. Ben and Harry end up shooting each other. Uh, both what? like yeah, they both like shoot each other like in the gut. Um, okay. And uh, like so, so Harry gets the same gunshot that he got in in the original, but instead of going down into the basement because he he already knows that his wife and daughter are dead. Um, he goes upstairs and goes into the attic and Ben goes down into the basement and then Barbara escapes, runs past all the zombies, which is honestly what everybody should have been doing the entire movie <laughs> mm-hmm. finds because they're slow. Um, she basically hooks up with the people that are in the original, like the zombie hunting parties. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all like a bunch of rednecks instead of being like a well-organized militia. <laughs> well, um, I mean, and then you could it, argue that they're still kind of like trigger-happy rednecks <laughs> in the right. original. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's like much more blatant. Like the ending of the remake is all about like, is there subtext? Then let's just put it in neon like letters on the screen. Like <laughs> let's make it text. There's one part where they're hanging a zombie from a tree and they're like whacking it with a with a stick. Uh, and all these rednecks are like getting drunk and like beating up the zombie. And Barbara's just staring at them. And then in voiceover, it goes, we're just the same. They're just oh like us. <laughs> Literally, that's in the. No, it's so wow. bad. Um, and then in the end, she goes back to the house when the zombie hunting parties get there. And they open the basement and Ben comes out as a zombie and they shoot him. And then Harry comes down from the attic and he's still a human, but only Barbara sees him because they're like like the other people are like in a different room. And he goes mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, thank God you came back. You really did. And then she shoots him in the head and tells what? everybody else he was a zombie. He was, he was totally, totally undead, guys. 
Did she have Trust motivation me, to I do saved that? Your life. I don't know. She just hate him. <laughs> Harry was like more of a dick in the remake. They really made him a villain. Hmm. Yeah, he just uh, seemed like in the original, he just seemed like a frightened guy who didn't really know what to do with his fear. You know, like he was kind of overcome and like that. And he didn't like control being taken away from him. He wanted to be the leader. Yeah, I thought he I thought the I mean, this applies to both movies. Now that I've seen them both. Um, the conflict between he and Ben didn't feel natural in either version to me. It feels really manufactured. Like, oh, we need conflict between the humans. So, like, uh, I don't conflict. know. I, I, I felt that it made sense in the original, at least. I mean, I didn't see the 1990 remake. Ben, but. ben straight up says you can't have any food down there. His entire argument for wanting to be upstairs is so that he can run away if he needs to. If you're planning on being mobile, why would you hoard all the food? Give the sick kid down in the basement some food. It's absurd. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, that. But the idea of like, <laughs> oh, I want to be down in this confined space for safety makes sense to someone who's like, uh, not irrationally afraid, but afraid to the point of irrationality. And then Ben being more clear headed is like, yeah, that sounds good, but you want to be able to get away. You don't want your only escape. You don't want one escape route because if they come through that door, you're fucked. And so I like that argument between like, hey, look, I was here first with my wife and kid and these other people. I'm leading this party. This is the better idea. And Ben's like, you're an idiot. Let's not go down there. Let's stay. Like, I can see that happening in real life. I've seen that argument before. I'm not, <laughs> not zombies. In the but zombie I've apocalypse, seen... you've seen that argument. Yeah, so like one time I was trapped in a farmhouse right. with a couple of guys, and I was like, "See, <laughs> so you don't want that. You let's want go down the basement." Mall. <laughs> I do want shopping mall. Yeah. Uh, um. So, so Matt, the question is: Is there anything from your original, from the first half of the podcast, when you thought it was the same movie that you want to revise before <laughs> oh, we go God, on? I can't even. I'm sure that I'm going to be editing this episode and cringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, actually. Uh, so I criticized in the driving scene um at the very beginning like the opening credits and i was like oh yeah the voiceover there was terrible and you guys were both like yeah there's no voiceover in the original <laughs> what did i Why? say yeah yeah you were both like yeah that was terrible um, uh i don't remember that yeah i mean did the, i say and, that too and there were a couple thought, times that you guys were taught all all of the stuff about like radiation and stuff where they actually explain the zombies, not yeah. in the remake. So that I remember <laughs> like being very quiet during the sections because I was like, God, did I fuck up? I don't remember any of this. Was I on my Man, phone? They're really the picking up on <laughs> <laughs> plot points that I just totally missed. Man, I I, I need to pay closer attention next week. <laughs> I'm like talking about like a probe from Venus coming down and being exploded in the atmosphere and spreading was, radiation around. And you're like, it was so fuck? detailed. I was like, what is going on? Where did he get all of this? Was it the same cause in the in the remake as well? I, they just never address it. They just say like it's a radiation that can like make the brain. I don't so remember. in the. In the remake, they didn't turn to the exposition channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the exposition channel. Where we'll tell you exactly what's happening in the world around you. I, I love that in the zombie apocalypse, uh, like DC apparently still has time for like bureaucratic the Congress meetings. And like they're just scientists who are like, yes, it is. No, it's not. And they're like walking through DC with no zombies around them. If this yeah. is like a worldwide <laughs> epidemic, 
Why are you guys out on the streets? Why are you safe there? There's well, no I think dead there were bodies. Yeah, I think they were saying DC. like, well, we're walking around with, you know, like we're a militia roaming around killing zombies. And they even said like, so is it is it hard to kill one? Like if you have a gun or something, can you kill them? And he's like, he's like, yeah, they're incredibly easy. Just hit them in the head. No, that's that's down. that's like the sheriff guy. I'm yeah. talking about when they go, there's they there's like literally the news channel has like a reporter and a cameraman chasing like four people coming out of a meeting at uh, Congress where they were trying to decide. And the two scientists are like, it's definitely the radiation. And there's a military guy that keeps saying, like, we're not sure yet. I'm not ready to make that call. And the scene <laughs> goes on for like a minute and a half. And you're just like, what is this in the middle of my zombie movie? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, but I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of neat. Like, but you're right. Like, it was like weirdly like calm there and very collected, and it wasn't like buildings on fire and people. Like, because I think it, like maybe the outbreak like just started. Because yeah. it seems like because I mean in the beginning Barbara and Johnny have no idea what's going on, right. no clue, and then I, like, I think, zombies. I think what I thought was interesting was even between the original and its own remake in the 90s, you can see how much more codified like zombie films and lore got. Mm. Um, so in the original, like maybe they'll have like a little piece of blood coming out of their mouth or, you know, like they're mostly all together. Yeah. You don't really see like decaying people. Um, and uh, and just sort of like tonally. Um, Which, again, if you think about like if the zombie apocalypse apocalypse had just started, it's not an apocalypse yet. It's an outbreak like that makes sense because it's not the dead rising again. It's people dying and becoming zombie right. like not raising from the, not rising from the grave of freshly dead people. So to me, that makes sense that they all look pretty much just like pale people walking around. Right. Yeah. Um, so I wrote out this whole <laughs> I wrote out this whole synopsis and we kind of covered it. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe I can just blast through it real quick. It's kind of funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> Go, it, go ahead. Also, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll like uh, uh, knock something loose in your head that you're like, oh right, I wanted to talk about that real quick. Uh, so where our last left off was uh, Ben and Tom go out and refuel the truck while Harry reluctantly helps by throwing Molotov cocktails out of the second story window to help keep the zombos away, and that's when Matt, you were like, uh oh, <laughs> that never happened. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, Judy decides that she can't let Tom go on his own and jumps in the truck just as things go horribly wrong. Tom had spilled. This is something that was different between the movies and that I'd like to correct from the original or the Uh uh, the first half. When I gave my fake name, it's because in the 1990 remake. um, What's the kid's name? I forget his name. Tom. What kid? Tom. Uh, Tom. Tom and uh, you just said her name, Lucy. Uh, Judy. Judy. Tom and Judy die because uh, you you know that moment where he goes like, "Oh, this key's not working," and then Ben points the gun like at the lock, but away from the gas mm-hmm. pump. Uh, in the 1990 remake, Tom points the shotgun into. <laughs> 
the gas <laughs> pump and fires and just they are immediately incinerated in a fireball. <laughs> what was his plan? I don't know. That's why my, my my fake name at the beginning of this episode don't was Don't shoot the gas pump. Don't shoot the gas pump, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> in relation to the original. Even still in the first one, they really fucked that whole mission yeah, up seriously. real bad. Seriously. Both, I, I imagine this. I mean, it sounds like the scene in the 1990 version as well. But this was just a classic, like, dumb decision making in a horror movie moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, do I the mean, stupidest thing. In the original, I can at least step by step see what they're thinking, as opposed to let me shoot my firearm directly at a <laughs> container full of pressurized <laughs> gasoline. This will help us somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i <laughs> so tom and so in this version tom had spilled gasoline on the truck and accidentally set it ablaze blowing it up and killing him and judy the nearby dead not dead people enjoy some blackened human flesh uh mm. ben runs back to the he- mm, right that sounds pretty good what's that called uh sweet sweet meats <laughs> ben runs back to the house but has to get through harry who is barricading the door out of cowardice Ben gets inside and gives him a Barbara special, that is, a punch in the chops. <laughs> After they settle down a bit, a news bulletin comes on, giving out more exposition that'll ultimately be moot for our heroes. This is when everything goes to absolute shit. The lights go out, the undead Darny, Darner party breaks in, that's zombies. Harry threatens Ben with his rifle, Ben wrestles it away, shoots Harry, and Harry stumbles his way back down to the cellar to find that his daughter is now dead. Whamp, whamp, again. Upstairs, Helen and Barbara are being accosted by walkers, but Helen is able to break away. She makes her way downstairs to find that a reanimated Karen is eating her dad. Karen doesn't like being bothered during a meal and kills Helen with a trowel. Which, by the way, that scene got weirdly psychedelic. Like, she, yeah. she, Karen started killing her mom and, like, her screams did this weird, like... I don't know. They like modulated her voice and then they kept like panning into her face and they're showing the trowel. And then like, it was kind of weird and like, it was very sixties. It felt very sixties to me, you know? I like it. I thought it was kind of cool. It felt like a, like a, I don't know, like a twilight zone kind of moment. Also loved the theremin throughout the movie. Thought that was pretty great. Well, not throughout it. In certain parts they had theremin. Was there? I didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, there's some I actually wrote it down because I just sometimes you love like, it so Wee! much. Um, upstairs, Barbara sees her brother in the horde that is breaking through the barriers and is finally hauled off to be eaten. Sorry, everybody. I just hate Barbara so much, <laughs> at least in this movie. In the trailer that I saw for the new one, Barbara is a bad ass. And also uh, I have a crush on her back uh, almost 30 years ago. Ben has to fight his way down to the <laughs> cellar after being surprised by Karen, only to find a dead Helen and Harry starting to wake up. He headshots them both and waits out the night. The next morning, a roaming posse of gunmen find the farmhouse and mistake Ben for a zombiezy. They shoot him in the head and throw his body in a bonfire of other corpses. The end. I, so I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> Did you? As, yeah, as soon as they were coming up to like the house and Ben was the only one left and he was like, waking up and stuff from his half nap. I was like, he is totally going to be mistaken for a zombie and get shot. 100% calling it now. I honestly didn't see it coming. I was kind of surprised. Really? 
thought that's there was like going to a... be a moment of confusion, like, oh, shit, there's another one, and he's going to say something like, oh, it's, you know, I'm alive, and then they go like, holy shit, we all, like, or wing him or something, or... Yeah, I was, you know. I I know, I've, I was like, if he's not going to say anything, then it's going to be pretty obvious. But also, yeah. I feel like I've seen that in other zombie movies, but I couldn't remember which which one, but I've seen people getting mista- mistaken and then getting shot as, like, a thing that happens. Yeah, I can't point to any like specific instance, but I think you're right. I think from this movie that that situation has happened a bunch. Yeah, I know in like 28 weeks later, I think, you know, they're just like, we can't tell. So let's just shoot everybody at one point. That's right. That's fair. Kill them all and let God sort them out. That's a that's a fair practice. This this movies were good. 28 days and weeks. Yeah. I never saw the sequel. I know it's got Begbie from uh uh, train spotting in it, which is pretty cool. But uh, the original, I liked the the Twenty Eight Days Later. I thought that was a really good movie. By the way, they're not zombies because they're not dead. They're people with a virus. They're rage monsters. Yep. that act like zombies. That's right. <laughs> well, zombies don't vomit blood in your face. They could. Says who? Yeah, George A. Romero. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not in this one. The Zombie Council that resides over all zombie fiction. Hmm. I forgot. Yeah, they have secret meetings in graveyards next to the goth kids. <laughs> um, so, what? So, ratings, I guess, right? Want to do ratings? Sure. Who goes first? Uh, screw it. I'll go first this time. I really enjoyed this movie for. <sighs> like it's importance in a genre that I really like. Cause I love cheesy horror movies and I love, um, even though they're really, 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 really played out today. Uh, I still love zombies because like what I was saying before, uh, like it's not exactly the monsters themselves that I'm, that I'm really interested in. It's the, the fact that they're fr- a good framing device for awesome, like bottle movies, episodes of whatever, you know, like they, they make for good storytelling of like human, um, like uh, uh, desperation. You know, like what what would you what would you do in a in a situation like that, stuck with people that you don't know, who may or may not be infected. You you know, there's there's like um kind of a vibe of like the uh, John Carpenter's a thing where like if you don't know who's bitten, who's not, who's hiding it because they don't want to get shot. Um. So I, I appreciated it for it being like the the start of all that, you know, even though it was incredibly cheesy. Like there are so many moments I was like, oh, brother, <laughs> roll my eyes. Um, but I, I still enjoyed it. I actually I wasn't like bored throughout the movie. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I, I liked <laughs> I really liked Ben and Tom. I liked Harry, like I liked hating Harry. Um, everyone else, I hated. I didn't like anyone else, and that's again, sorry for <laughs> hating all of the women in this movie. But it's it's not their faults. It was the writers. I thought you liked Barbara? No, I hated she, Barbara she was so your much. Favorite, right? I thought I made it clear. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I wanted the worst to happen to her I to thought, get her out I of the movie. She was your favorite. <laughs> She's my favorite zombie victim. 
Um, so I think out of 10, I'm going to give this a, a 7. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice, nice rating, Tyler. Thanks. I thought it was a good number. Uh, you want me to go next? Yeah, I want you to go next. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was okay. I don't know why it's seen as a classic. Um, you don't know why it's seen as a classic? No, didn't didn't do it. Didn't do much for me. Weren't I didn't hate it. There was nothing in it that like made me actively dislike it. Um, in the original, uh, the sound design was pretty bad, but I know they were on a really tight budget, so it's hard to hold Real that against tight. them. But I, you know, I thought I I lost a lot of lines of dialogue just to bad miking. Um, yeah, five, I'd say four or five, four or five. You gotta be concrete. Is it four or five? Five or four point five, maybe five. It, it, <laughs> it's really middle of the road for me. Like I get why people like it. It didn't do anything for me. I certainly don't think it's like a must see. So if I think we decided a while back that five means take it or leave it. And so that's like exactly how I feel about this movie. If you're into B-horror movies, if you want to see how zombies started, do it. Although, spoiler alert, how zombies started is much less exciting than where they ended up. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it's a must-see for um, just if you're a regular film goer that are like what we're trying to do, like watching seminal movies to, you know, fill out our history. Like it's it's good if you're trying to fill a gap like that, if you're trying to just like check off boxes on a list. But as far as like important movies, like it's not really unless you're a big horror fan, then you kind of have to. Yeah. I just, I think, um, I, th I think it's interesting. That this is where zombie movies started, but I think people figured out how to do it much better as they went along. And so I think, there are significantly better representations of, of zombie genre later in the timeline that you'd be better served watching. From what I hear, like George A. Romero himself outdid himself a bunch of times. Like he made like four more or five more after that. Yeah. I, I hear Dawn of the Dead, like his very next one is much better. I've never seen I, it, but that's what I hear. I mean, I think it would have to be right. This one was hugely successful. <laughs> He didn't quite know what he wanted to do yet. Um, so he had money, which he didn't have the first time around. <laughs> I, I, like, there's nowhere to go but up. This is a yeah. bottle movie. It's just, <laughs> it's a single set. It's, it's nothing is mic'd correctly. Like, they, they clearly just stuck a single boom mic in these Could very echoey farm rooms. I wonder if any plays have been made for this like, for like adapting Dead. it for the stage like i would see that like because it's kind of just like a bottle thing yeah you could do it pretty effectively yeah uh because so Devin, what do you, what do you think knows. uh yeah i agree with pretty much everything both of you said um i'm kind of in between i think um probably close to so six <laughs> i don't want to give it a six <laughs> that would be in between five and seven. I mean, that would be in between five and seven. But as I was going to say, is I I think I'm in between leaning more towards Matt. So I'd probably say a five point five for me. Okay. Um, I thought it was I thought it was 
cool. You know, I like I like the horror movies, but to a very certain limit, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so it was it was kind of interesting, but um, it, I I was kind of bored through through most you know, of it. You know what it is? Like what makes B horror movies so good is that they're so over the top and ridiculous. And this mm. didn't have the budget to be anywhere near the top, right? Yeah. Like, it was just so like down to earth, low stakes. But also in 1968, I'm like, what was over the top at the time? Like maybe it was for maybe. anyone watching yeah. it. Like, because before that, Psycho came out, and that was breaking, you know, people's minds at the time. I didn't mean to say that, but yeah, it Psycho like it was, was a it good was movie. Yeah, like as a film, it was amazing. But as far as like a horror movie pushing the boundaries, like that was already doing that, and this was way more intense than Psycho as far as like gore the horror factor like the like that there were monsters like I, I don't know you think so i i mean this is me just guessing i don't i'm not really sure again with this movie i didn't do a whole lot of research <laughs> i was going uh, to between the last episode and today but i was pretty busy at work so i mean i think comparing it to psycho which came out what 8 years earlier yeah um i thought psycho was much more engaging and yeah uh, had, I mean, was Psycho, was, thrilling Psycho was a big budget, um, right. like, uh, studio film. I mean, and I wasn't was expecting made, that with this. Was made by a master, and, you know, like, I, just, I think this is just a different thing. And it just didn't, no, like, I, I totally understand why people love this movie. It just didn't do anything for me. That's what I walked away from it with. And yeah. I cannot, uh, I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not watch the last act of the remake. It's fucking <laughs> awful. Um, okay. So I guess I've the I gotta announce the movie for next week, huh? Or episode. Uh, yeah. I got a I got a something. I don't think we talked about it yet for Night of the Living Dead though. Did we talk about the copyright thing with this yet? I think no. you mentioned it. I don't know if you like went into it. I don't. I, I don't know. He if it mentioned was on it there. offline. I don't think he yeah. mentioned oh. it actually while we were recording. Uh, so, so the um, the movie. I mean, as I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, is that it's in the public domain, and it was in the public domain pretty much right off the bat because they actually uh, had a mistake and didn't copyright it properly. Um, it was originally named Night of the Flesh Eaters. Um, but really? they thought it was yeah that was the original release name for it um, but they thought it was going to be too similar to um, a 1964 film which is just called the flesh eaters oh yeah so they renamed it night of the living dead but the problem was they forgot to copyright it so there was no uh, copyright actually just on the title screen where it says night of the living dead there was supposed to be like a whole copyright symbol or um, exclamation there I can't they're believe they're that like just missing one little like C with a circle right. on your title <laughs> screen is what like ruined the licensing for them, you know. Well, it was the copyright act of 1909, I think, was what was in effect then. Um and that required that your first public display of your of your work um needed to have you know, uh, some sort of copyright on it. Um just just showing it for the first time. So because they missed that, it was not copywritten forever. <laughs> that was revised later in 1976, I think. So that's okay. not a problem really anymore. But at the time, 
that was kind of a mistake. <laughs> but that's um, what led to all of the, you know, zombie movies that we have today. Because, you know, as we've talked about several times through this podcast, is that, uh, you know, there's so many movies and stuff that were influenced by this. But if, if the intellectual property of that type of zombie was copywritten at the time, we wouldn't have that. So it's kind of a, I mean... I would say it's a good thing because, you know, I like stuff like The Walking yeah. Dead, the show, you know. And he still made a fair amount of money. I think they grossed like $30 million in box office and Damn. other renditions of the film. Yeah. That and multiple, multiple sequels. Uh, yeah. And remakes from other people. Um, uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So next week or episode i hope it's next week that we do it should be but next episode um i'm i'm because we're out of october we're in november i'm totally shifting gears um thanksgiving movie no no (laughs) this movie is one of those films that you know everyone knows about whether they've seen it or not everyone knows references from it i'm sure once i say the the name you could like pull a line or two out of it even if you've never seen it but be pre- uh, prepared fellas it's four hours long so Ugh, strap in not again <laughs> yep we're gonna i feel like we're only on episode uh this is episode seven that we'll we'll be doing this for uh and we've already had like a three hour movie a three and a half hour movie this is a four hour movie i feel like it's gonna happen a lot <laughs> watching older Huge films that are like Four historically hours? important. That's the longest one we've done. Okay, just, just so give far. it to us. What is it? Gone with the Wind. Oh, <laughs> I've never seen it, and I feel like it's important. Uh, <laughs> Matt, have you seen it? Have you seen it? I've, I I've like... not seen it. I just know that it's like boring, right? I I don't know. I remember being a kid at like my aunt's house and this was the only movie she had on VHS <laughs> and I just didn't watch TV the entire week. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> because sit I just in silence. wasn't interested. <laughs> All right. So well, like we're, when we're you doing it. Devin, when you said like, oh, we're doing Metropolis, I was like, oh my God, that like three hour silent German film from the twenties like in black and white. Like I did the same thing. I was like, oh God, okay, I guess. And I really, really liked that movie. So uh-huh. who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe they really uh-huh. like it. Okay. One can only hope. You know, frankly, my friends, I don't give a damn about how ah. you feel about ah, this ah, movie. Ah. Just, Boom! There, just know there will be no bias at, from me or Matt during the review part of the next episode. <laughs> None at all. Hey, I don't know what I'm stepping into either, but I guess that's the point, right? We're here to find out. We're here to educate ourselves and to watch it you know, if I can pull a line from a movie, I should have been able to see it. I should have seen it, you know, in the first place. What's a line from that movie that I would know? I just said it. Frankly, dear, what? I don't give a damn. Oh, see, I don't know the movie very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why we're doing the show. Okay. Just wait. Someday, one of us is going to pull out the English patient, and we're all going to go, fuck, the movie's like six hours long. Is it really? <laughs> it's, I don't know, if, I don't think it's that long, but it's like, it's like Forrest Gump length. It's huge. Yeah, but that one, I, I think I've seen parts of that one. It's decent. I've never seen it. I haven't either. 
So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it, right? That's uh, that's our old wrap on this episode of Night of the Living Dead. We did it. Two so, days. So, uh, oh, hey, we <laughs> have our movies. website. Yeah. No, it was one day, Matt. One take. <laughs> it didn't take two weeks and an extra day to do this podcast at <laughs> all. To do the most ill-prepared podcast we've done yet. We're yeah. doing it live. <laughs> Under-researched and... <laughs> late to the late to the gate uh, but uh yeah. thanks for listening and hey we have a we have a website up now so go to syndication.org and uh check out our fun stuff there like an about page that's empty <laughs> and uh a list of uh, the episodes that you can listen to which is at the time of this recording empty but <laughs> hey by the time you listen to this episode i'm sure it'll be filled with stuff I'm so go to the, the website also, and check us out on iTunes? I'm assuming. I don't know yet. We're not there at the moment. You know what, Tyler? <laughs> I feel like all this is directed at me. I'm not. I'm just stating facts. I'm not. If you are feeling like you're being attacked, that's on you, I think. <laughs> it sounds like a guilt issue, not a shame issue. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if anyone's listening to them, they're already up, so you don't have to say they're not up. <laughs> That's the only possible way they could be listening, is if they're up. <laughs> All right, well, time for us to go. Night of the Living Dead. This isn't another song that I'm stealing and putting other words over. Bam, 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 bam.